Welcome to this month's episode of the Joe Blow Gamer Podcast, where we talk about video games in a world where we adult and we don't have time for them. Yeah, I like we it. We adult? Yeah. yeah. That's what we, we do. do. We do what adulting you, things. Oh, oh, I see. Okay, yeah. sorry. I, I misunderstood what you meant there. I, I thought we were doing a different kind of a podcast. <laughs> You're like, adult? What? <laughs> yeah. This is a MA recording. <laughs> got john logino back on the back on the cast hello try to get him in on all of them how's it going guys as much as we can ladies and gentlemen i am i have returned <laughs> the prodigal <Okay>. son again <laughs> <laughs> i'm just self-hype manning here sorry i don't <laughs> yeah and um, who are you trevor oh i am uh i'm trevor i'm i'm mr joe blow gamer trevor carly um podcast extraordinaire and who are you nick I'm ne- I'm Nick. I'm just the guy. Dude. I didn't get a nickname this time. Apparently, no, that's right. So yeah, I was Nick. I was I was putting a nickname every month, and then I think I did one that just went a little, a little off center. This one's coming in hot, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor's still eating chili while we're doing this. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't honestly. If we're gonna just dive into games, like the games we've been playing, I'm gonna just be straight straight up honest. Since our last podcast, I have played one hour of Resident Evil Two, and that's oh, wow. all the gaming I've done. All right, nice. I'm not gonna have a lot to contribute to this episode, except You've been for a little busy there. Been doing going. a lot of yeah. adulting. Yeah, I've been doing. I've been really busy with side work, so my evenings have been taken up. Boo. Um, but Ooh. I, did, <laughs> I did have. I do have something to talk about with Resident Evil Two, but I'll talk about it after you guys download me on what you've been playing. Oh, don't ever say that again. (laughs) (laughs) Drop that from your vocabulary, please. Uh, Incoming software update. (laughs) Get ready to (laughs) unzip the file, because here it comes, baby. I think our podcast should just be all really fucking bad game cliches, (laughs) game like tech cliches. That was actually one of my favorite things. uh, You guys ever see Dollhouse? Yes. There was this really, there's this, when they, they got canceled and they just had to do like this three-part finale to tie up the whole thing, and Stacy and I are watching it, and it's in the future, and this guy like gets up in some guy's face, and he slams against the truck, he goes, log off, man! And Stacy goes, are you fucking serious? <laughs> it's some of the ways that the Matrix might start aging poorly eventually. <laughs> no, nah, a- no, dude. No, 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 no. I'm jumping right in. It's just <laughs> It's like a fine wine, man. Not not, not the se- not the sequels, but the original never. I refuse to believe it'll ever be bad. <laughs> what you don't like okay. Neo is no, Jesus. I, I'm not just. I'm not saying it'll or be aged, bad. Age. Yeah. No, it's as cool as the day it came out. Those <laughs> cell phones are not dated. It's, you still it's you're awesome. still looking for that pair of sunglasses with no edges on them. Yes, absolutely. Just on I just clip on my nose yep, and then start yep. bleeding because <laughs> yeah. um, it hurt. Precisely. Well, since Trevor hasn't played anything, John, what have you been playing? Well, I've had I've had quite the potpourri of experiences over the last couple of weeks. I, I finished uh, the Spider-Man game, which, by the way, is awesome. I know it's several months since release. Sure. But that, I finally decided to check that out. Loved it. Played the whole campaign. It was great. 
So I'm sort of in that kind of I'm in between games time, don't really know what to play, and I've been sort of checking out random stuff. Uh, I think most recently that Apex Legends game, sure, that, that sort of dropped last month. Nowhere since oh, right. we last talked. Yep, I did yeah, play that, it's... so I lied in the beginning. <laughs> Great. Oh, there you go. Great. Well, I'm just stealing your thunder by taking <laughs> the one thing you can talk about. Yeah. But. <laughs> But um, yeah, I pl- I've played like a couple of evenings of it. By no means, I've I played enough to know that I suck. Yeah. So yeah. can you lay it <laughs> so out for that. Uh, what it, what is Apex Legends for anyone that doesn't know? So Apex Legends uh, is from Respawn, the people who make the Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and I think more recently uh, Titanfall. So well, that's oh the sorry, back sorry, they were yes. uh, whatever. That's their <laughs> oh god heritage. Yes. They, they made, used they made to Titanfall. make those games. They left the right. company, and now they <laughs> sure. make Titanfall. But but Call of Duty is very much in their DNA because yes. they make first-person shooters that are very much like that. And this one is kind of their crack at the battle royale format, you know, made famous by Battlegrounds and and made even more famous by Fortnite and a bunch of other stuff. I think even the latest Call of Duty has one, right? Like sure. a, a battle yep. royale mode, the blackout. Yeah, so the differences in this one are that it is all squad-based and always three uh, teammates. And uh, the other, they, they just added a lot of quality of life stuff that in playing it I really enjoy. There's like a jump master who is, when the squad, in these games traditionally, for anyone who doesn't play them, you kind of jump from a, a plane or something and land somewhere in the ground. And in other games, everyone just kind of jumps on their own, gets lost, like, oh, hey, where are you? you know. Yep. And so this one kind of, puts that role on one person which i thought was actually great because now there's no no confusion of just like where we're going or what's going on and then they really simple and quickly there's just a lot of quality of life stuff that i was talking about like uh when you pick up attachments for equipment and stuff it just auto equips onto the gun it has a whole you know iconography that shows you like hey you need this you don't need this it's like very easy to manage yeah very little yeah very little like item like going through your inventory and having to like there's very little downtime for that and it's very clear as far as like hey red like red guns are shotguns and red ammo is shotgun ammo and it's very like color coordinated so there's there's very little confusion in that area and actually it's so good that i'm kind of hoping other games that i play more regularly like a Fortnite or a battleground battlegrounds probably won't but i could see a Fortnite or something kind of stealing the best of this and incorporating it into itself yeah well they already Um, took the famous the ping system Fortnite already oh yeah oh they did great good yeah, yes, I, did, I didn't mention that, but there's a system by which you can, like, tap R1 and sort of say, hey, guys, look over here, or double tap it and be like, hey, there's an enemy over here. Yeah, they've sort of resigned to the fact that less people nowadays, I feel like, because of the toxicity, they don't talk through microphones anymore, right. unless you're with friends. So they've wor- did an incredibly clever workaround for this to, to communicate with your uh, fellow teammates. Yes, to be able to just be like, hey, gun over here, guy over there. Let's go here, sort of stuff like that, in yes. like a hyper quick way of doing it. So all that stuff is really impressive and awesome, and I'm enjoying that part of it. The part I'm not enjoying is just getting my ass handed to this, me. It's this, the is worst. Exactly, this is exactly every where I'm at. human being. Like it's and it's one of those like you take two steps out and then and you're dropping, you're dead. Yeah. And I think a lot of that comes from. It, you know, they have a lineage in Call of Duty like we talked about. And a lot of those kind of games are this quick respawn like, oh, I'm dead. I'm back in. I'm, oh, I'm dead. I'm back in. And so I feel like it's just brutally punishing in how quickly you can get killed. 
absolutely. You, you, you almost have no time to react. You're like, oh, shit, I'm getting shot. Oh, I'm dead. And so that that is kind of not fun. And and I'm, I'm sort of the like hide in the bathroom and hope for the best type player. <laughs> I'm not really the like, I got all my attachments and I'm killing everyone guy. Right. So I, I'm, I, I'm I, the guy that hears the gunshots and goes the other way as opposed exactly. to the guy that runs towards the gunshots because they know someone's there. Yeah, because the thing I like about the Battle Royale thing is, sure, you can be a badass, but it should allow for a strategy that's along the lines of, hey, I can hide out, let everyone kill each other, and then kind of try to scoop in at the zero hour with whatever I got. This, you can't really do that. Totally. Yeah, I consider myself generally like pretty good at first-person shooters. It's like it's a big chunk of what I do play with competitive stuff. Like I played Overwatch for over a year, and 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 things like that. But this one is, uh, I think, what I've basically boiled it down to is talking with my friends. It's like I have zero spatial awareness. Like I, I just don't. I, I don't know because if it's the large maps and because people are more just like into this vibe now into these battle royale games that are huge maps with lots of people i just every single time i like squatted up it would be like oh there's someone over there and then someone would immediately come from our right and we're like squished in between two groups and we've never like killed you know we didn't kill the first group or something like that and it's just like zero awareness or i'll just like drop dead out of nowhere and i don't know if that's like just a lack of a radar in it like a halo style radar and another like uh, another factor too is like uh it's any games where it's like a real quick uh like death like uh from when you start being shot to how quickly you're dead. This one's like not too bad especially if you're really armored up, but I need reaction time because if it's like a hey, I came around the corner and we spot each other, my reactions aren't fa- I can't win that fight. I need to play at least some tiny amount of mind game of like maybe i can peek maybe i can try to flank him or maybe i can chuck a grenade over here or bait him in or something like that which is very much more of like a halo style game you know it's kind of a slower pace uh so with this game yeah i just get i get worked so hard and it straight up makes me like i was i was really hot into this game for like three days and then it's like one of those i don't know that i'll go back maybe i'll go back to it just for shits and grins but it's really i fell off just because i can't be effective at all which i know is very selfish of me but fuck it's video games i don't have that much time to play yeah (laughs) right right well it sort of helps that i'm between stuff because i think if there was another game i really wanted to play i would drop it immediately it's sort it's sort of like eh, i got nothing better to do and maybe I can try to get good at this. Oh wait, no, I can't. Oh yeah. well, <laughs> totally, that's how I totally. was with Titanfall. I just—it's really fun, but it was just I didn't have anything else. So I was like, oh, I'll just jump in and do some of this, and then go play something else when it comes out. Yeah, they just—they uh, uh, just released their battle pass as well, which is uh, it, they're following suit with a lot of the other uh, sort of uh, long-running games now. Which the whole idea is like you have a battle pass and you like pay an upfront fee and then you can like kind of level up your pass and get more gear out of that i don't i forget did you ever buy a Fortnite battle pass i did i did and those were all pretty much 100 percent cosmetic like there's never anything that actually affects gameplay it's mainly just like oh you have a banner oh you have a new costume oh you have a new backpack which i believe this one is as well yeah 
which is oddly appealing. Like, I would have thought, eh, what's the point? It doesn't matter. But you kind of stare at the same shitty character for enough <laughs> load screens, and you're like, I need to look I better than this. Look, right. Yeah. I need a 3D animated banner to show just how, how awesome I am. <laughs> <laughs> Truly bad I am. Check me but, out. <laughs> likewise, it also just feeds into that kind of rat pellet thing of like, oh, oh hey, I got something. You totally, know. totally. I know I that feeling. I think also with Apex Legends, for me, it, it was super fun going into it, but to scale it back even more, the whole pinging thing and people not want to talk to each other, I don't want to play with other people either. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I just want it to be a single squad. player. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I, I love respawn games and I love the, the mechanics and how they design them. And I was like, I just want to do this, but just I don't want two other people with me. Right. And that's honestly, too, why I would, uh, I, I, I almost feel like I would, uh, uh, be a better player in a single one too because again like once you run across somebody you have to take them down immediately otherwise their two friends are like around the corner right and me and my dumbass friends aren't coordinated enough to do that so then we just get picked <laughs> off right and like so it's either like uh you know match in with random people and hope that you get the ringer you know that that guy that's got the the banner that says 945 kills on it <laughs> Uh, and then you just, just glue yourself to him. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, I generally usually prefer the kind of lone wolf, you know, single slayer mode. And th that's for a lot of reasons. Like you said, if it's squads, it kind of evens the playing field. There's not a lot of room for squirrely nonsense. You know, it, it, you sort of like, it's just skill. Yep. Like, oh, they're better than us. And they just downed us for the millionth time. Whereas mm -hmm. if, if it's just me fucking around and hoping for the best, you, you can run into someone else and like make it out of that fight if right. you're lucky precisely exactly whereas even in squads i down one guy and then now i'm dead by his two people that know what they're doing exactly so. exactly and then they're picking him up and then yeah. <laughs> all my effort was for naught <laughs> and there's no good feeling either i'm with a team that also sucks and we just laugh and go like i guess we're bad or someone's carrying me some friend who's really good and then i feel this burden of like oh i'm the weak link that's not really bringing it you just nailed it i think yeah. i think we just defined joe blow gamer through apex legend <laughs> <laughs> and and also as a fan of the battle royale movie it's one of my favorite movies that, that spiritually that mode is everyone for themselves yes. sure sure so squad even though squad seems to be the more popular version to me it doesn't match like tonally what it's trying to go for which is just like hey you can make it if you're smart enough or you're lucky enough right right but this is squad. You know, yeah. I've never actually seen that movie. You should watch it's it. It's a it's a fantastic film. I have a <laughs> copy. We should watch it sometime. Yeah. Absolutely. Might play differently when you have a child. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was just about to say. I I might I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't go back. Maybe I I'll feel a little I different. I have not watched but, that uh, since I've had kids. I feel like that'd be rough. If there only was a podcast of someone who could check and see if it was still good. I don't <laughs> it's a holding something. <laughs> is it still? Still good. <laughs> Still good podcast. <laughs> what are you playing, Nick? At at at, at hold up podcast on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, keep it to the end. <laughs> sorry, oh sorry, sorry. Uh, I have been uh, I've been in a very similar situation to John. Uh, I cannot remember if I said last time, but I finished Red Dead. Uh, did I say this last time? Did I finish Red Dead by last last podcast? You either said you I finished believe it you, or you I were believe close you did. to it. I did finish it. Okay. Well, that left me in like a real dark hole, like in a like, 
I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this, but you know when you finish that show or that movie or something that really rings with you and sticks with you and is like on your brain and all you do is you want more of that or something like that? Uh, that was Red Dead. For yeah, me. you're you're just like Charlie Brown walking yes, Del Hall. Exactly. Just... <laughs> yes, it's like a weird, like kind of mopey feeling of like, do I like video games anymore? <laughs> like, did, <laughs> like, did they peak? Is this done? I had that feeling after The Witcher. I had that feeling after Definitely. Red Dead. Last and, of uh, Us. I was like going all over the place of like. Do I want to go like play Red Dead One? Like maybe, maybe I can just keep this train going, right? Uh, that didn't work. So I I didn't play anything for a while, and then uh, uh, I went down an Ubisoft hole. Uh, uh, my my buddy uh, Quinn uh, back home, he has been playing on and off uh, Rainbow Six Siege for a long oh. time, and I had bought that a long time ago and put. A couple hours into it, but immediately fell off. Uh, and they have been, Ubisoft, the uh, developers and publishers of that game, have been incredible with it. It came out four years ago, and they are still adding content to it and putting new maps and new characters and everything about it. So uh, real quick catch up, Rainbow Six Siege is a, uh, a competitive game. I think it's 5v5, but it's very... Uh, like micro sized it's like the the maps are literally like a house or two floors of a building and it's some people are you go back and forth you're either defending or attacking if you're defending you're inside and you have all this equipment to set up like barricades or traps or bombs or mines and all this other stuff and then if you're an attacker depending on who you are you have stuff that like can deactivate some of those things or i can see some stuff through walls or i can literally uh put a a, blow a hole through the wall a lot of the uh, environments are destructible it's really really quite an incredible game that i understand why now that it's lasted four years because it's just there's a lot to it and every time they add a new character it really adds uh it changes the meta to be really pretentious about it. Um, so that's been a lot, a lot of fun. Um, and then very more recently, more contemporary, I decided to pick up the Division 2. Uh, once oh, again, damn. all my yeah, uh, all my buddies sort of made that zeitgeist decision of like, hey, what if we all played this together? So I was sort of, <laughs> I had no interest in playing it. And then my hand was kind of forced like, oh, yeah. Um, cause I do find that that's, that's sort of how that pendulum swings for me. I'll do like multiplayer games for a while, swing back to a nice story game, play by myself, then back to a multiplayer. So I'm in that multiplayer mood. And, uh, I have to say division two is, it's actually super, super good. It's really? a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, it's, this game is a, uh, it's not massively multiplayer, but it's uh, if you know what like Destiny is or that sort of like half step uh, multiplayer loot based shooter where you're leveling up, you're like it's a treadmill of getting new levels to get new guns to shoot new guys to get new guns to get new levels. Uh, but in this, what they call it like instanced multiplayer or something like that. Maybe? Yes, I don't know. yes. Well, you'll definitely. I don't like, know if that's an official term, but it's, that's kind of it. Close. Sounds legit, so we'll go with it. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah. So on occasion, you will see other people kind of roaming around, but in general, it's you're supposed to kind of team up with your pals into like a group of four and go go do stuff that you need to do. Um, but really, the highlight to it is that. 
Uh, well, one, the guns just uh, feel real good. That's a weird thing to say about video games, and especially in this day and climate, it feels kind of weird. But but it's got like that good sound. Every got everything has a good heft. But the uh, uh, the most important part that really is keeping me going is that it's actually like a good challenge. Um, a lot of these like loot based games, especially like Destiny. You played some Destiny One, right, John? I did. Yes, actually, yeah. uh, quite a, quite a lot of Destiny One. Yeah. It, it was like uh, it was a very I, I really enjoyed it for what it was, but difficulty like it was not. It never really like pressed you to do something that you weren't used to doing. Uh, but well, I mean, I'm not I'm not I'm pretty, pretty terrible at <laughs> shooters. So Fair I, I found part of it just meet like but... me, you know, <laughs> when you're amazing. <laughs> but I, I think I know what you mean. Like it was more about killing your time than it was challenging you probably yeah Yeah. so this thing isn't like you know it's not dark souls or something else that's really gonna like press you to the edge but the guys are uh the the enemies you face are very good at flanking and they'll they'll spot you and check a grenade at you to get you out of your spot and you drop pretty quickly and um so it just keeps you on your toes it's a lot of fun sort of doing these uh like sort of well-placed arenas where you're kind of playing musical chairs of like, I need to duck out of here, run over here, kind of pop off a couple of shots here. And then the equipment that you have really kind of sets you up to like, you can be a guy that can heal your friends or a guy that like can scans the room for the enemies and stuff like that. So uh, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know, six, six, seven hours in. So I, I don't have like a ton of time, but I have a real good taste of the game and I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. And it's been a good, like, palate cleanser like i don't feel bad just skipping right past any sort of cutscene i see (laughs) just so i can get back into the game with my friends and and start playing some more of it so i've been enjoying that quite a bit nice i I remember when the trailer for division one came out and i never played it because there was so much negative press around it but one of the cool things that at least that i got excited about and i saw a lot of people get excited about was the detail in which you can affect the world like you could shoot out tires and then lower the car kind of thing is that still is that even in the game or was I mean, that one of the a, reasons people didn't there's like a it? lot it, it's a damn look good, good looking game that's for sure if if there's those tiny little details i guess maybe i don't know it but there's a lot of like you know you shoot at a desk and the papers go flying stuff oh, like nice. everything looks real good in that way and and okay. and, and, and things blow Wait, up real Nick, nice can i can i be taking the train home and then i bust out my ipad and then i'm the drone in your fight and then i go thanks guys oh, God. no see you tomorrow the, the, all about the, <laughs> in case you don't know longino is quoting the second screen experience which was like all the rage i don't know what was that four or five years ago yeah. like everyone thought you were going to be playing like second you know legit i still don't mind that not not the idea you just said is silly, but I uh, I like the idea of having a mini game that's on your phone that will affect your main game. It wasn't good, but Mass Effect 3 had this like little derpy, like you can send out yeah. people to do stuff. Again, it wasn't good. The implementation of it wasn't good, but I loved the idea of, because when you get into those games, like I was saying, in the like, those real great games that are like when you're at work and they keep coming back in your head and like, ooh, I can't wait to get home and play those games. Like, I love the idea of being able to like, ooh, I can kind of at least 
you know, even like being able to look at your gear, or like kind of flip stuff around or stuff, anything like that. It's oh, yeah, even if you can like concept. grind for stuff or something like that yeah. on your phone. Yeah, in concept, it's a good idea. It was just never implemented well at all. I, I think the only one I've ever even remotely liked is in GTA Five, where you could feed your dog and shit. Like that, yeah, was, yeah, that was basically exactly. it. That was because it was so, so stupid. It was like this is kind of hilarious, and you yeah. put them like a bow tie on them or whatever, and you'd see it. <laughs> GTA in scene. Like, Tamagotchi. Was, there oh, you go. God. That that one worked. So many flashbacks. <laughs> so Trevor, you said how was your one hour with Resident Evil Two? Uh, it was actually really infuriating. Um, <laughs> I was a spit take. I, <laughs> you last, get one hour and it's terrible. Well, so like, I, I got to mix herbs. <laughs> fuck this shit. Well, no. So it's funny. There, there was a good portion of it, and and it's it was more like I think it was like two hours or something like that. But last night I had some time to kill, and I was like, oh, I can play Resident Evil. And there was this puzzle that I had kind of left in the middle of because I had to go do something. So I was like, oh, let me finish this puzzle, and it required me like going through this giant sewer and going to these other rooms, and it was. A massive pain in the ass, but it was, like, fun. It was, like, part of what makes Resident Evil fun is, like, going and finding these things and figuring out how to, like, advance. Um, and as I said in the last podcast, it's just especially experiencing things like Last of Us, them not updating the zombie combat too much is so annoying in this game. And, like, I get it being a survival horror and having, like, not enough rounds, but they also don't um, they don't course correct when you don't have enough rounds. So, like, I'll have ten rounds, and they'll have, like, five zombies on the way, but there's no way to get past them without, like, one by one just walking up and letting them bite a chunk out of your neck, pushing them off, and going to, like, there's no alternative, and it, like, and that part didn't even drive me nuts. That part There is an alternative. Get good. (laughs) (laughs) Or my memory of playing Resident Evil 2, now I haven't played the new one, is like knife out and running. Like basically just like, ah! And then then just getting past them and run. Like I remember fleeing all the time. Like there's no no way you're dropping everything. 100%. And and that's what I've been doing. Um, And when I was a kid, I didn't really get that. And now I do. And I definitely run away from, like I don't try to kill a zombie unless I absolutely have to and actually have ammo. But my point is more like I have to, I had to get down in the sewer and it's like a a stairway and there's two zombies coming up the stairway and there's no way to get past them. And I'm like, and and the game doesn't like, it's like last of us, but it also last of us with one bullet to the head would kill a zombie. In this game, it takes like six bullets to the head, so it's like, what the fuck is the this point? This is why you got to preserve your ammo, man. <laughs> so what you got to do is go start from the beginning <laughs> and then not and use then all your ammo. All. Like I played Resident Evil every time. I was like, ah, shit. I, I love I this whole concept bullets. of Trevor trying to give some honest critique and us just shitting on everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's why well, your opinions are bad and you're that. bad at the game. I, 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 don't, I don't know if this is the cause, but I do remember that game. You would hit points where you're like, I played this wrong. Yeah, I don't have it. Especially the first one. I think there would be straight up bosses that if you didn't play it, yeah. run, like if you got to the snake or something, I think the snake was a runaway boss. But yeah, well, I guess none of the bosses really had to. I don't know. Whatever. Tangent. 
Go ahead. But yeah, but so well, speaking of bosses, that's where. So those things are the things that have just along the course of playing this game have kind of ticked me off, and I'm like, whatever, I'll I'll get through it. Like that dog thing I talked about with the last podcast. Which, by the way, Nick, your advice of just running and zigzagging was it. I just did that <laughs> once, and I was like, oh okay. And it was serpentine, it, serpentine. And it wasn't even like the a game design thing. Like it, it's janky. Like it's not actually meant to be the thing, but I just had to do that because I didn't have any ammo. But anyway, so the thing that really pissed me off last night is a boss battle and i i loathe boss battles um i just i can't stand them i i that's fair i'm i'm okay with them if they're incorporated like for instance if this boss battle that happened last night on resident evil was was based on a puzzle like i had to i had to you know go in a certain thing and whatever Basically, the Legend of Zelda boss battles. Yeah, basically, yeah. But that's like the whole thing, you know, like staying within the theme of the game. Like the theme of of Resident Evil is survival and puzzles. Like there's all these puzzles and things to figure out. And then this giant behemoth thing comes down and attacks me and I'm on this little thing and I have to like dodge and run and do all the and, and but the game's not built like uncharted like it's not built for me to like <laughs> jump out of the way so I'm sitting there like limping away and he's well, like clawing I mean, at to, me to be fair even uncharted's boss battle sucked oh ass, yeah that's so. true that's very <laughs> well, that, true. And, and also for that matter every boss battle ever <laughs> yeah. basically that, that, except that, what psycho man is is that the yeah. only one that's, that's good like, no the I actual fight of, of that is one. not good though no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As, as, but, but, as two people that oh, played through uh, it somewhat recently, from pure ingenuity, yes, yeah. Just how crazy it is, it almost makes it worth it. Well, but that's like, funny because this just reminds me in my in my woes of trying to find another game. I was going back to The Witcher Two, which I never had really played or finished, and I mm-hmm. loaded up an old save game, and it was like I went into a swamp, and there was this big ass like boss fight that straight up like one hits you. <laughs> And the game is like, like you were just describing, Trevor, like this game, like it was never developed as like a dodge, like I can accurately say where I'm going to go. And it's like a boss battle where like tentacles are hitting like directly to the left and right of you as he like slams down and like. Oh, I remember that shit. Yeah. And it just like kind of hits you like your hitbox is like, I don't know, you're dead. It's just like, (laughs) fuck this, I'm done. That's so. That's another one where like you have to know how to beat it and go in and fail, and then like then go to a FAQ online and be yeah. like, "What do I do?" Yep. and then do it. Yeah. I've definitely as as I've grown older, not I've lost all the shame of looking up how to of looking oh, up how yeah. to beat shit. I'm just like after like three or four fails, I'm like, I don't, "What? How do I get past yeah. this?" There's, I just want to keep enjoying. And then I get annoying. frustrated that I can't find it fast yeah. enough. And then or there's a YouTube you video. Hey, I was up, like, guys? I don't know, watch Here you we do go. it. Just uh, uh, like, subscribe, all this shit. <laughs> yeah. um, no, was that what, yeah. was that your gaming experience? That was, that was my Trevor? gaming experience last <laughs> night. Yeah, <laughs> or your gaming lifestyle. That was the, yeah, that's, that terrible that's, term that I threw yeah, out. Yeah, that's that the one gaming time. lifestyle that Nick doesn't ever want to resurface <laughs> again. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess that's everything we've been playing. And then instead of news today, instead of news, I figured this is sort of it, tangentially news. Is uh, uh, Sort of, I want to have a discussion with you guys about "quote unquote" next gen, and sort of maybe get some of your predictions or how you feel about next gen. Uh, specifically, because a couple of days ago, Google uh, was at the Game Developers Conference, and they had a you know a thirty-minute presentation where they revealed a thing they call Stadia. 
uh, which is, I would highly suggest anyone who's into games, even remotely into games, uh, to go at least read about it. Uh, the quick concept is that it's a no-platform-needed game. All you need is a phone, a computer, a Chromecast, a anything, and a controller, and you can be playing the highest-end games possible. The concept being that they're doing all the processing on their end from the cloud and piping a video link over to you, and you play from there. Uh, this is a concept that's been done before. There was a service called OnLive that existed a couple years ago. Uh, PlayStation Now was that for a while. Like That was their concept is like this whole idea of streaming game. The reason this is bigger news is that it's Google. And <laughs> no one has What's more... What's that company? <laughs> yeah. No one has more uh, pure infrastructure than Google does. So the, the idea is that wherever you're at in the world right now, there's a good chance that you're relatively close to one of their data centers. Uh, so they're speaking a real big game about making this work and having a real uh, 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 seamless experience. The, one of the concepts they said is like, hey, you're watching a, an ad for a game or you're watching a streamer of a game. And when it's done, there's literally a big fat button that says, play the game now. And you click it, and then there you go. You're playing the game. Obviously, in real life, you'd probably have to purchase it, or you'd get a demo <laughs> of it or something like that. But theoretically, you know, you're not spending any time downloading it. You're not putting in any discs. There's nothing like that. That sounds uh, cool. So I, I don't know. Like, what do you guys think about next gen? Like, what what do you want from next gen? Do you want do you want the same thing? Would you like? Are we old men that? Don't want change? Do you just I'll want the do you I'll want tell PS5? You, I'll tell you what I want and what I hoped for this gen is no fucking loading. Okay. Ever. Like that's really like right now. I'm Google's like, got you, bro. <laughs> they got me. Like graphics. That's, I'm wise, not kidding. That was like that was part of their cell. It was like yeah. hit a button and go. Yeah, like zero go install, it, yeah. zero update. It's but, on their end. But I mean, even like, and I'm assuming they'll do this too in their games, but like pl like you finish a chapter and then it goes to a loading screen or you you press play from the menu in Skyrim and it takes three minutes for it to load the thing or you die in Resident Evil and it takes 20 seconds for it to reload back into your checkpoint. I mean, like, we're certainly I want get, all of that gone. Yeah, we're certainly getting there with a lot of, uh, I mean, let me pump the brakes. There's a lot of way up front loading nowadays. Like GTA Five or Red Dead, like you hit go from the start, and you got to give it like a two minute break. Yikes. But then once you're in, there's no loading. Like uh, yeah. God of War was very uh, proud of its like one camera shot idea mm -hmm. that the game never loaded, quote unquote. They're just very good at hiding it. But yeah, as John was saying too, like theoretically, you know, with quote unquote unlimited computing power, then yeah, well, well why do we need to load? We have we have thirty five processors on this yeah. game right now. They, if they can't fix it, then it can't be fixed. Right. Yeah, I mean, for me, it was kind of uh, in terms of just if you're talking about traditional next generation, like oh hey, it's the PS five or the Xbox one zero two B or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Like, that that stuff was stuff that if it would come along, I'd be interested and certainly be on my radar and maybe check it out within the first year or two. But certainly at the moment, felt no impetus of like demand or extreme desire for a new console i feel very happy with my playstation 4 pro 
uh, it looks great on my 4K TV. <laughs> I, you know, I play it only a couple times a week, so we're all good. Uh, the thing that was really interesting about the the Google presentation was they started pitching things that I had never really even thought about, or nor how they would maybe be beneficial to me. Because as gamers, we'd obviously be like, "Well, we don't want streaming games. That's like inferior. We, I want to own the game and I want to have a copy and have it on my shelf." Or, I've, but I don't even do that anymore. Like, <laughs> right, I just download right. it. <laughs> But the more I started thinking about it and how streaming has kind of affected everything else in our lives, it's sort of like we stream our music, we stream our television and movies, mm -hmm. and my uh, all my early hesitance towards that is basically gone. Like, if you stream something on Netflix, it's in 4K and it looks unbelievable. Right. Zero issue, yeah. really. So I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, if there's no loss of quality, I'm fine with it. So as long as the kind of latency question gets answered with a definitive like it's working just fine i'm kind of on board to check it out and it sounds like the barrier to entry is going to be pretty small because you're not buying hardware you're just buying access to it correct i mean they they did not go into any sort of uh whether or not you will be like they didn't go into pricing of games or whether if there would be some sort of subscription or anything like that uh, yeah, the barrier of entry was, as I said, a screen, and then they uh, introduced a controller, which is optional, though. They said they said somewhere in their presentation that you're allowed to use any USB controller. So, uh, But the interesting part about their controller was that it looks very like, like a traditional. It looks like Xbox's controller now. It, I, nothing to say about it on that front. But it is Wi-Fi connected. It's not Bluetooth connected. So basically, it is directly connecting to the game. So that theoretically can maybe help with the latency problem because again, it's not there's not a two step of like of getting to the to the the gameplay. But then also, it, it they lived the fantasy on stage where it was like the dude's playing on his phone. He moves it over to a tablet. He moves it over to a computer. He moves it over to a TV. And seamlessly, every step of the way, the character is exactly where he left him, which is a, a very cool idea. And again, this helps with your uh, uh, loading time, Trevor, where it's like you're never theoretically you're not turning the game off. Like uh, PlayStation now, uh, PlayStation currently already does a pretty good job of being able to suspend your game. I use that a lot. Um but this would be like in perpetuity. You could just be like, just leave just it there, pause and then go and away. Wherever I, wherever I decide to pick it up next, that's where I'm at. So let's keep going. Yeah, I mean, to me, it doesn't sound dissimilar to when you watch a Netflix or YouTube content, Precisely, and you're yes. like, I'm, I'm taking a shit, and I'm watching it on my iPad, and oh, okay, I'm back in the room now. It's on the TV, and you know, it, it seems like that, right? But with games. So basically, if you're telling me I can play Assassin's Creed Odyssey while I'm taking a shit, I'm in. Like, <laughs> down. The, uh, the other thing about it that was sort of blowing my mind was this idea that they're not limited by the local hardware. Sure. So as of, as of now, it sounds like they can just stream games as they exist now. But they were like making bold proclamations of, 
hey man your 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 console is our servers we we can stream 8k and do all this yeah, like they're going yeah. crazy well and then they had like the, yeah you can have like 50 computers doing it yeah they like, had what? that little demo going of like uh like it looked like a pretty simplified like fly around shooter thing but then it was like the whole city was destructible so they're like oh, we're handling all the physics on our end so go buck wild it's like oh shit yeah yeah, they were unclear about like the pricing or what. I don't know if developers would develop to that size or you know. But it sounds like well, they it's have the, like they have their magic own, yeah, kind they, of yeah. like. Well, they have their own team um, because they they marched out uh, Jade Raymond, who is uh, a, a sort of celebrity developer. Uh, yeah, she did. Uh, uh, was she over at Naughty Dog or something like that? Either way. She's a name. I, I believe she was at Ubisoft doing an original Assassin's Creed. Okay. Yeah, she did the okay. original Assassin's Creed. There you go. Uh, so they brought her out. She's like the head of their like games development department or something like that. So I believe the concept is, yes, they will definitely have uh, games, you know, exclusive to this like platform. Like first party stuff. Yeah. But also games for other platforms. as well. So like Tomb Raider, which comes out on everything else, would likely yes. come out on this as well. Correct. Correct. Yes. Wow. Um, yeah, because I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's Google, so they're going to be able to cut deals. But yes, the the game they showed primarily and the one that they've betaed out so far is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So, uh, yeah. And then some other really cool things that like uh, I didn't really think about, but like uh, uh, it was a real good selling point was uh, they talked about like, yeah, the, the whole idea of couch split screen gaming has died down recently they're like well not with us because literally your friend drums up an instance of the game and then we drum up you drum like you could have literally infinite split screens because it doesn't matter it's not being done on one system i am in love with this (laughs) yeah i mean it is just like again it sounds so fascinating and as longino pointed out like the proof is in the pudding like there's one giant hurdle right. we need to get over which is does it actually work right does yeah, it, work? Yeah. Yeah. it sounds too good to be true the other thing they touted that i thought was amazing was this kind of multiplayer experience where for anyone who doesn't know the current multiplayer experience is basically you're running on your system and then going through your isp and then going and then attaching to everyone and they basically said like now games are limited by whoever has the worst connection yes it's kind of where we're at with latency and they were basically like we offload all that onto the cloud side so that everyone's got the best connection and you're not limited by the worst connection and also instead of being limited to like a hundred people in a battle royale match you can have a thousand yeah. people in a battle royale right. match and my eyes got big like yeah. what the fuck well, are they huh and that's like, that's exactly it was again like going back to like rainbow six there is these moments where you're like i i had that guy i like you know you have those moments where it's like fuck that i had that guy and in my head, when they were like, when the rumors of this were being announced, I was like, "Well, that's gonna make all this worse because now it's gonna like, I hit the button and it's gotta zip its way all the way." But it didn't really com- like compute to me. It's like, "Oh wait, no, everyone's on the same. Like literally, it's one to one. Like you're dr- so it would eliminate that problem of yeah of latency and stuff like that." Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, obviously, like it. It really just gets me like thinking about things like again, like extra life. Like theoretically, packing up for extra life is bring a controller. 
<laughs> yes, sign me up. Sound, sound good, boys? Yeah. yeah like, hey, hey, I brought my iPad. Uh, yeah. I'm in now. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, like, it's insane. It's crazy. But the downside. But will it work? Yeah, well, I mean, the downside is, does it work? And then also, it's like, all right, we're handing over the keys to the kingdom to Google? Like, they're I know, just. Right? I mean, they, they used to have the do no evil, but it's just this whole, like, okay, like, YouTube is a gigantic, uh, uh, you know, machine for games now. It's like, oh, suddenly every Google game is up front and, and center, oh, yeah. and, like, all their analytics is, like, pushing stuff about games on you, and it, it gets real dirty real fast when you go down the rabbit hole. <laughs> right. Uh, so th- that's the creepy part, and it's like, I know you were just talking about it before too is like we don't necessarily own games now. I don't think any of us buy physically much anymore, but I at least have this pretend purchase of a digital <laughs> that game right. that like even if they went out of business, I feel like they would give me a moment of like you can right. download it before we go out. Right. Uh, well that now- to me that's the biggest unanswered question. It's like, okay, wait, what what am I buying? Am I buying the, is it still $60 to play a game? Are there sales? Do I have a library? Am I just like, it's like Netflix where things come and go and I just can kind of dip in with whatever for a month. It seems like monthly fee would, yeah, is probably the yeah, way. It seems like monthly well, fees probably. Yes and but no. Or maybe just buying each game. I don't know. It's or a bit of both. It's kind of tough because you think like the music environment, like, uh, we were having a conversation earlier, Longino, that you know the music uh, 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 industry has sort of gotten back on its feet, but it's not quite what it was. And I wouldn't. The musicians aren't exactly super stoked about streaming music, right? Like, they're not exactly making money. So imagine a game developer dropping f- five hundred million on their next game, and then they're just part of a subscription. Like, how do they make that money back? Right. Like, if it's all lots of video games are. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if it's all quote-unquote free, then does everyone have to throw in free-to-play hook bullshitty? I'm buying crystals. I'm buying, like, I don't want, right. I don't want that future. Like, Yeah. <laughs> it's also difficult because music was cannibalized and destroyed by piracy, so they had impetus to jump in on anything that would get them anything. So it's sure. like, oh, hey, you, you want to pay for a subscription? Great, because right, totally. you weren't doing anything. Totally. Whereas, like, video games are a very profitable industry that might not be so cool with, like, just hit the button and the magic happens yeah. and pay a fee. You know, I don't know. Seems seems like a big turning point. Well, I mean, it's definitely like Microsoft is going down that road. So Microsoft has been doing their Game Pass thing, which is like the 10 bucks monthly you get every Microsoft first-party developed game. On top of that, they've been buying up studios like crazy. And then on top of that, there's rumors of like they're adding Game Pass to Switch so that any sort of Game Pass, any sort of Microsoft-style game, you'd potentially get free on your Switch as well. Like, Microsoft is, like, very quietly but very strategically, like, backing away from uh, hardware and focusing on what Microsoft is good at, which is soft, software. Um, <laughs> that makes sense. So they're spreading out in, like, uh, uh, Xbox. You, you, as I said, the uh, Game Pass was rumored on Switch, but they definitely did announce that uh, Xbox Live is coming to Switch. So you can use your Xbox Live login and have your friends and everything there and earn achievements. They announced oh, wow. Cuphead, which is a first-party developed game, is coming to Switch. 
uh halo's coming to pc i'm dropping lots of news here <laughs> but halo's coming to pc now hot damn uh the halo master chief collection oh yeah i saw that so microsoft is really like they're playing their cards very very well to set themselves up as this like hey we're fucking everywhere man like we don't care where you're at you're just playing our shit that's what we care they caught wind of google is what yeah, they did <laughs> well i mean yeah like again if there's anyone else that can handle this sort of thing it's a giant juggernaut like Microsoft. So yeah. uh, whether or not they're going toe to toe on this, it's like, that's what has me like, is PlayStation going to be this like old man Island? Like we still got a, a thing for you over here. If you... No, dude, those, those old Japanese guys are going <laughs> to jump on board with this. No problem. They're, <laughs> they're not going to get blown in the dust right. by all this stuff. Right. Like Nintendo gets to do what it always does, which is just like, no, nah, we're over here. Don't worry. Like we got this little <laughs> mobile thing that we're doing. Like, <laughs> or we're like good. the world changes and then they just take the stage and they just go Final Fantasy seven. <laughs> 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 That's it. Like, we yeah. <laughs> oh, you got me. You got yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's all it's it's very very interesting. It's like there's definitely next whatever it is, next gen's going to be like a big time difference and the times are changing. Yeah. Well, this sounds like honestly deeper than next gen. Like if if as advertised is functioning, it's like a full paradigm shift of how I mean, we it do launches this games, year, period. I think they said. What? Yeah. When? I mean, I'll definitely check it out. 2019. I don't know. <laughs> they just said <laughs> You're like, year. just this year. December yeah. 31st. Yes. <laughs> um, so we'll see. I mean, maybe it's busted and, and it sucks. Yeah. But if it works, like, dude. Well, I'm glad. I, I really expected this conversation as you guys being like, uh, well, I expected Trevor to get excited. Yeah. Be stoked. I'm all, is, if it's as good as Ouya. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's exciting. It's scary. It's weird. Again, like our kids grow up in the weirdest, like my kid's walking around and turning lights off with his voice, playing VR, and now potentially never has to look at a video game system in his life. It's very strange. Well, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm like, let's do it. Let's go. Because to me, everything in life, we kind of come from this era of like, it's difficult to do and you feel elitist for knowing the dumb thing that's annoying to do that by all accounts hit a button and have fun sounds right to me. Right, like, right. Now the barrier of entry for anyone to play the top end games. Yeah. That's not the, this, oh, did you up? Did you download the latest update, the patch 5.7.xgy and open the executable? And like, yeah. no one likes that guy. Like, let's get, put him to death. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> it, it's it also, works. It, if in. we want to get on our high horse and our gatekeeper uh, masks, I don't know. <laughs> it's <laughs> the the concept of like oh now games are for everybody and so if you want to hit as many people as possible do developers go for the lowest common denominator you know like or, or let's say the thing uh let's say it's uh you know 90 percent of the way there it feels weird to gamers but good enough to anyone else in the world do developers start making games based on that like uh, and there's no more precision jump games because that's not how these really work anymore. Everything's a, a, right. a little mushy because that's how it feels like. Well, the, the alternative to that is to me, if games go the way of music and television and movies and YouTube or whatever, rather than trying to hit as many people as possible, you'll actually have access to super curated like 
exactly what you want type experiences that they can sell to you directly. It's not like every YouTube channel is trying to, I mean, some are, but most are very specific to a taste and type. Yeah. I just and think they find, they find their 2000 people in their good. Yeah, you know, I, so. I, I just think of like phone games, like, okay, phones are already the video game system that everyone has. So what kind of like, what kind of games are made for the phone? You know, it's right. Hearthstone. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) But to speak to what John was saying is, or at least in my opinion, what I hope happens and unless this is exists somewhere, but you can follow either developers or studios or certain types of games and it can cure like they can create algorithms that curate. There's, you know, going to be so many more games out there now that you can get this curated like on Netflix it's like oh you might like this you can get that with video games like oh you probably like this cuz you played these seven games yeah. and then oh, you open clicked, your eyes you clicked on the one with the big face so now every movie we present to you has the big face <laughs> have you heard about this stuff before Netflix no, does no, that no. yeah oh yeah like because they have you know like 30 different pictures for uh, Age of Ultron or whatever and whatever one that you clicked on well now they start feeding you back like Oh, that's the, you know, picture type X is what this guy tends to react to. So we're going to feed him more of that. <laughs> Lame. Well, get used to it's it. Like Again, only, only people doing Christ poses is just like all you yes, watch, basically. Exactly. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I guess it works. It's like a subconscious thing. Exactly. Or something. exactly. Well, well, that was exciting. Um, thanks for all the info, Nick. You news wizard, you. Yeah, I do my best. John, thanks for coming coming on board again. Oh, you're welcome. Always a pleasure. What was that podcast you were talking about, John? Oh, yeah. What's that, what's that thing that you keep mentioning? That-, that podcast is the Hold Up Podcast, which I do with my friend John Nelson. We post uh, once a month, and you can find us at holduppodcast.com. We watch old movies and see if they're still good. Like Resident Evil 2. <laughs> Wait, no, Resident Evil 2, that's an no, incredible no, movie, not. John. We Re- already know this. Resi- yes, Re- Resident Evil Apocalypse yeah, is fantastic. It's, it's, so it's a good. great movie. Uh, our email is joeblog at joeblogamer.com. So you can hit us up with any questions or any anger comments. If you want to troll us, anything, really. Anything we about really, adulting. We, you we know. just want email, please. <laughs> um, we have our website up, joeblogamer.com. We have our Twitter at Joe Blow Gamer, our Instagram, at Joe Blow Gamer. Okay, okay, enough. <laughs> Even I'm sick of it. Trevor, I'm going to pitch you. You need to add on your wife and call her Joe Mama. Joe Mama. That's it, folks. We're done. <laughs> we nailed it. <laughs> John Longino closing it out. Hey, that's free. I'm not, I'm not going to charge for that <laughs> advice. It was, <laughs> it was killer. Um, thanks, everybody, for coming on, and... Uh, you can uh, check us out next month when we'll definitely be back. You're good at intros and you're great at outros. That's so good. Bye. Bye. Come gather around people wherever you roam And admit that the waters around you have grown And accept it that soon you'll be drenched to the bone If your time to you is worth saving Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone Or the times they are a-changing